This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Mint Mobile has reimagined the wireless shopping experience and made it way easier. There's no stores, no salespeople, no nonsense. Just a huge savings on the nation's largest, most reliable 5G network. With plans as low as $15 a month, you have unlimited talk, unlimited text, and you can find the perfect data plan that suits you. You can even bring your old phone if you're still used to it. Or if you want to get rid of your old phone and upgrade, Mint Mobile has a large selection of phones for you to choose from. Just follow the link for Mint Mobile in the description of this podcast. Check out the plans and the opportunities for you to save some money with your new wireless service. Go to mintmobile.com today. It's 10 o'clock. Do you care where your parents are? Because after all, it's a jungle out there. Yeah, you got it, folks. It's me again with a little attitude for all you in white bread land. All you nice people living in the middle of America the Beautiful. Let's see, we're on Hey Bartender podcast tonight. Seems like a nice, clean little podcast. The dude isn't using it, so the price is right. <laughs> and yes, folks, you guessed it, I'm as horny as a tin picker doll, so stay tuned because this is Hard Harry telling you to eat your cereal with the fork and do your homework in the dark. Okay, down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here. 
And I got that feeling, mm, yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I know all my horny listeners would love it if I called up the eat me, beat me lady. But no, because she never encloses her number. Always the same red paper, the same beautiful black writing. She's probably a lot like me, a legend in her own mind. (laughs) But you know what? I bet in real life she's probably not that wild. I bet she's kind of shy like so many of us, briskly walking the halls, pretending to be late for some class, pretending to be distracted. Hey, poetry lady, are you really this cool? Are you out there? Are you listening? All right, people, sorry about that. I just wanted to indulge myself a little bit. That's enough of that. Let's start the show the way we always do. Laura Hope and the Arctones, would you please help me get this started? kind of enjoyed that at least that was uh since i'm not going out this halloween it is halloween this, the day this podcast airs and i'm not going out so i'm not getting dressed up but i decided to do a little bit of a christian slater impression any anybody know what uh movie that was from uh it was from a movie called pump up the volume back in the 90s some of you may not have been born yet unfortunately makes me feel old if you don't but uh yeah I uh, I got the idea a while back from uh, mixed up with TGM. I, I was I put on a TikTok video of me putting a vinyl record on of a particular song. Uh, I did I've done a couple of them. Mixed up with TGM keeps saying that it reminds him of the intro to Pump Up the Volume. So I hadn't seen that movie in years, and so I had to go back and watch it, and forgot how much I actually kind of enjoy it, even though the subject matter is a little bit. Uh, too young for me now back when the movie first came out it uh meant a lot but uh even though i didn't go through half the shit that they went through in that movie but uh so i decided you know uh, for halloween for the halloween episode since i didn't get too many people that uh submitted any haunted stories about their bar i decided to do a little bit of a uh well what do you call it just a voice acting thing try to pretend like i'm christian slater and uh the music was everybody knows by leonard cohen just got to give those shout outs to uh all of that stuff just so i they get credit and i don't get sued so you know anyway if you enjoyed that i uh, really thank you if you uh, didn't know what that was go rent pump up the volume on one of your streaming services it's got to be out there somewhere great movie one of Christian Slater's best works. But we're going to do this show the way I do it. Uh, I'm not going to keep going with the Harry, uh, hard on, happy Harry, hard on persona. Uh, at least try not to because you kind of get into character a little bit. And anyway, so it is Halloween. We got to come up with a good Halloween shot. I was looking through uh, the internet and, uh, you know, I was seeing like pumpkin pie shots and like, nah, my, uh, my listeners deserve better than that. More interesting than that. Jolly Ranchers shots. What are we? 12? No, 18. Sorry. Uh, drink responsibly kids. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. Let's, uh, this shot was inspired by the suicide squads. Harley Quinn. 
Okay. Now, the ingredients for this go as follows. You need a lemon wedge, some pink or red, maybe even black sanding sugar, uh, some blue Gatorade, whipped cream-flavored vodka, like Pinnacle, it says, uh, cranberry juice, and rock candy sticks. Now, how you do it? You use the lemon wedge to dampen the rim of the shot glass, then dip it into the sanding sugar so that the rim is coated entirely and set your glass aside. Pour your Gatorade and vodka into the cocktail shaker, then shake the shit out of it, then you pour that into a shot glass. Top it with a little bit of cranberry juice and pop in a rock candy stick for garnish. I I suppose the color of the rock candy stick would probably uh, matter just for the... uh, for the ambience of the rock candy stick. So, you know, go with the Harley Quinn colors, you know, the pinks, the blues, the blacks, the reds, depending on which version of Harley Quinn that you're a big fan of. Um, says as you pour it, I guess it will change color from pinkish blue to a deep purple. So go try the Harley Quinn people. It's uh, Halloween. Some of you may be listening to this the day after Halloween. So uh, if you uh, decide to try it anyway, go for it. And uh, let me know what you think of it. You know, just remember, people, to contact me. All you have to do is send me an email due to Hey Bartender Podcast. You can contact me in th- social media, all three, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. They're all at Hey Bartender Podcast. Or you can send me snail mail. Send me anything, whatever you want, at P.O. Box 12148, Odessa, Texas, Seven nine seven six three responses to anything you send me are guaranteed. So this is probably the day after Halloween when you first uh, listened to this podcast. I hope everybody had a good night, was able to get out, have some fun, uh, fun behind the bar. Uh, if you dressed up in something cool, I'd love to see that. Send it to Hey Bartender Podcast, uh, and you know whatever you dressed up as, I'd love to see it. Um, and, you know, what your bar customers look like, because, you know, Halloween's one of those nights where everybody gets to go a little bit wild. You know, it's almost practice for the new year a little bit. And just I hope your customers made it home safe. You helped them all drink responsibly, of course. And, uh, you know, just uh, I want to know what everybody did. Uh, so send me your stories uh, at, you know, due to Hey Bartender podcast or any of the social medias that you follow me on. Of course, some of the funner uh, pictures will be put on social media, and some of the naughtier pictures will uh, probably put in my slideshow. You know, when the, the times that I bartended on Halloween night, I never really dressed up. I usually just kind of uh, wore whatever uh, the boss told us to wear that night. I never got myself a costume to wear behind the bar, and I was usually kind of a pain in the ass about it because... Uh, People would come up to me and say, hey, you're bartending on Halloween night. What are you going to dress up as? And I just look at them and go, bartender. And they oh, come on. You got to be more fun than that. And no, I came in in my usual everyday wear. Uh, when I worked at one bar, I just wore the work T-shirt. And when I worked at another bar, she told us that we had to wear uh, tuxedos that night. She wanted to go for the whole uh, Phantom of the Opera look, but I wasn't going to bartend all night with that mask on. No way in hell. First Halloween I ever bartended, it was kind of fun. Uh, a lot of the guys, they there wasn't really anything merchandisable going on right now at, at that time. So uh, there weren't a lot of people wearing licensed stuff like Star Wars or Avengers or anything like that. 
uh, they were just wearing, some of them were just wore, wore stuff that they had in their closet. Like, uh, guys that I know had no business ever riding a dirt bike were wearing the, uh, uh, motocross, uh, motocross wear and calling that a costume. But, uh, some of the girls, for some reason, all decided to dress up as Peggy Bundy. And you know, that works for me, honestly. Uh, but you know, some people put some time and imagination into it, but nothing too crazy. One guy just put a, uh, glad bag over his head and called himself white trash. We didn't hand out any candy to any kids cause there was the businesses all around the strip mall that I bartended at. were all handing out candy, but I didn't do that. Uh, or maybe, maybe they did and I just wasn't paying attention. Uh, but, uh, you know, Halloween night, it was kind of fun. They, we had a couple, uh, fun, uh, promotions going on to try to bring the customers in and, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to it, but even, especially when I was working at the other bar and I just wore my regular work shirt in the, my, my waitresses put on, uh, makeup and costumes, but, I didn't put anything on that night because I just, I was like, eh, I don't really want to. Had some customers come in and uh, wearing costumes and uh, some of them were really cool. And uh, just one customer that I had a problem with is a guy that dressed up as a gangster and had a gun that looked a little bit too real. and But he didn't point it at anybody. And he uh, when he walked up to the bar, he pointed it away from me and pulled the trigger and it made an electronic gun noise. And I said, Oh, that's pretty cool. Put it away. Cause I didn't want anybody to get nervous or anything like that. Uh, carrying. I mean, the gun looked real. I mean, uh, it was black. It had wood, uh, grips on it. And if he came in with a gun that was meant for kids, like hot pink or orange or something like that, I might've let him get away with it, but the gun looked too real and I didn't want anybody to freak out. So I said, you know, cool, but put it, put the hell away because, uh, we don't want any trouble around here. Right. Mr. Baldwin. But the biggest trouble I had, uh, on those nights is, uh, I remember the door guys at one of the bars I worked at had the biggest trouble because basically the people would come up wearing a mask and, or totally not looking like themselves. And he'd check their idea because ID, because he had no idea who the hell they were. And, uh, and so he'd say, can I see your ID? And then he'd look at the ID and go, well, how's this going to help? Because you're, you don't look anything like this ID right now. And cause they're wearing a wig or they're wearing, what well, was one guy dressed up as that wrestler mankind, his face completely covered. And so that made things a little bit difficult, but I did have to laugh my ass off at the guy that tried to dress up as the rock back in the, or back in the early two thousands. The guy was skinnier than a rail, but he uh, tried to pass off that he was the rock. Funny as hell to me. But, you know, I want to thank everybody uh, that follows me on TikTok and on Instagram because I took the time during this whole month of October for once a day to put up a video of haunted bars and restaurants around the United States. If you haven't seen them, get onto my Instagram or my... uh, TikTok at Hey Bartender Podcast, or even on YouTube. I put them on YouTube. Uh, hey, just look up Hey Bartender Podcast, and you'll find all the videos in a playlist. Thank you, everybody who watched those. Thank you to the people that commented on it. For example, those schmucks on Instagram that uh, no matter what you post, 
they automatically uh, throw on there, promote it on whatever their website is. God, I hate those people. Also, uh, Mike Hall's uh, seven. Uh, oh, that's that's his Instagram name. Uh, Boogie Lives. Of course, I talk about him all the time. He's been on the show. He's been big supporter. And of course, the episode that he commented on was the one that was about his bar, The Clockwork, in New York. Uh, Pizza Liquor. Uh, Flex the Real Goat. Uh, Chino's Barbecue. His was funny because as soon as he saw the video, he's like, all right, I'm out. Uh, Chowed Harry. Okay. Uh, oh, that's another one of those uh, promoted on or DM things. Sir Mix-A-Lot, another friend of the show. The Queen Fucking Bee on Instagram. She's been uh, liking and following every single one I do. Hula Girls Shave Ice. Of course, mixed up with TGM. Uh, Evil Snowflake, uh, you know, mixed up with TGM was on top of it. He, um, when I posted the first one, he said, this is going to be a great series. And that dipshit that uh, actually called me on not having any actual ghost activity on my uh, on those videos. Okay, come on, you dipshit. Uh, you know, I don't have the camera. I didn't travel to these places. And not many people post on their social media's actual ghost things, except where it came to, what was it, episode 22 uh, at the Clockwork Bar, that one picture of those two people and the weird red thing dude with the glowing eyes in the bottom right-hand corner of the picture. That one freaked a few people out. But uh, thank you all for uh, keeping up with that. And if you haven't seen them, go watch them because I had a lot of fun doing them and hopefully you enjoyed them. You know, the TikTok algorithm really weirds me out, though, is because I would make five videos and they'd all reach over 300 views. None of my videos are in danger of ever going viral. So there's, you know, whatever. But all of a sudden, three of them in a row would only barely break 50. And then all of a sudden, uh, five more would get... Uh, over 300 views it was it was so weird to me you know i'm like how do i how does that happen it's not any specific day of the week and you know am i being shadow banned what but uh yeah i put them up there i had a lot of fun doing them and uh the grand finale that one was great uh you need to go see it if you haven't seen it and uh thank you everybody for your support while i did the haunted bars in restaurants in the United States. Now I have to think of something for other times of the year. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 12 days of bartender Christmas. Maybe. I don't know. It's too early to think about Christmas. Well, we haven't even made it through Thanksgiving yet, but, uh, the Christmas stuff, I guess went up last week or something like that. As usual, uh, stores do, they got to get started on, uh, get people in the holiday spirit to get those sales up and get those toys sold. And, uh, you know, the bartender has to calm the people down after their long day of shopping. Uh, nerves rattled because, uh, you know, Black Friday, people kill each other for that good deal on the 65-inch screen TV. And after they, you know, after their nerves are completely frazzled uh, or they're nursing a sprained ankle because they got trampled, they wander over to the bar to try to sit down, try to relax a little bit. And, you know, all of us bartenders are always accommodating if you got money left. I mean, honestly, people, how many people actually go out and get their Christmas shopping immediately done on the Friday after Thanksgiving? Hell, most of uh, most of the people I've ever known, uh, I've never gone out for Black Friday because it's just 
uh, hell on earth. Uh, but most of the people that go shopping on Black Friday are there to get something cheap for themselves. And then all of a sudden, a week or two later, they're, ah, got to get Christmas shopping done. And then they go into power mode and start running around trying to find the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip and, uh, that their kid's been asking for all year. But hopefully some of you bartenders didn't have any real problems with your ghosts this year. Because uh, we all know every bar out there has its own ghost. I- I've told you about Phil before. Phil would uh, constantly be mostly bothering my uh, boss at the bar that I worked at. I blamed him in a previous episode for that night that I dropped a glass and a shard of glass went right into my arm. Uh, I blamed him for that. And, you know, I, and I told you that I always wanted to play a practical joke on the server that uh, worked there who was deathly afraid of Phil. Cause every night I told you, we, uh, we say goodnight, Phil, right before we go out the door, but she would never say it because she didn't want to tempt fate or anything like that. And I always, always, always wanted to hide a speaker in the bar. And when, uh, because eventually she did get into saying goodnight to Phil because she didn't want to tempt fate once again, uh, once again, excuse me. And, uh, so I wanted to hide a speaker in there. So when she, uh, said goodnight, Phil, uh, I wanted to get on his microphone and say goodnight and watch her reaction. I'm sure it would have been epic, but it was the year 2000. So nobody had cameras or very few people had cameras on their, uh, cellular phones and it would have gone viral, but that this was the days before, uh, viral videos and stuff like that. Now, uh, back to the whole thing of the haunted bars and restaurants. Um, I had one leftover story that I didn't do. I apologize to the guy that sent it to me. His name is Chef Xander. Um, <clears throat> some people did send me ideas, but they just told me about the various restaurants. Now, a couple of the videos you'll see uh, s- submitted by uh, in the video, and I gave them a shout out. But this one guy, he sent me uh, this message. Chef Xander writes, I used to be a cook for your The Delta King, located in Sacramento, California. And on the boat on the second floor in the banquet kitchen, he's, uh, I've seen a lot of activity, felt cold spots, e- felt evil presence in the second floor storage room, which is next to the bu- bathroom and the banquet kitchen. I've seen garbage cans move without n- no wheels from left to right. I've seen shadows, and I'm not the only one who... Uh, guest the uh, and the uh, well, wow, I'm not the only one guest, and guests and the other employees have also been witnesses. And one of the cooks, who is a very religious man, uh, was attacked on the stairs uh, the, on one night, and he had a scratch on his chest, so he left the next morning. Uh, the old Sacramento has underground tunnels. The sports bar and grill has a bottom area that's away from the public. But people have been in there and have said that they have witnessed many apparitions. Thank you, Chef Xander, for sending me that story. Uh, Sorry I didn't use it for any of my videos, but uh, the Delta King in Sacramento, California. Apparently, the employees and guests have seen a lot of activity there. Uh, I did a little bit of research on it. Couldn't really find anything more on it in the Internet to find out who exactly could have been... uh, haunting that place. But the Delta King is a, one of those, uh, Sternwheeler boats that, uh, it's, I think it's uh landlocked, but, uh, that in which 
doesn't explain why the garbage cans move from left to right. And who knows what happened to that uh, that cook that got attacked. It scared him enough where he had to quit. And that uh, that freaks me out. So thanks, Chef Xander, uh, for uh, sending me that story. Uh, I was looking for a lot of stories uh, from other bartenders about experiences they've had in their personal bars. Uh, may, maybe next year, you know, send them to me anytime. I'd love to talk about them because uh, bar stories are cool. I mean, I still sit back and think about that one girl that sent me a story a long time ago. I was trying to find it. Um, but I just so I could use it on the podcast, but I couldn't find it. Or I mean, those videos on TikTok, but I couldn't find it. Um, where she talked about that she refuses, she knows her bar is haunted to the point where she refuses to wear her hair up. Because if she wears her hair up, she feels somebody breathing on her neck when she's in the bar alone. That's creepy. But remember, people, if you ever have anything to share or you want to be on the show or whatever, all you have to do is contact me. I'm more than willing to have anybody on the show that wants to share stories of their bartending experience, their server experience, uh, answer questions uh, from anybody, uh, not just bartenders or servers, but I'm willing to be a bartender and listen to your problems, maybe give you a little bit of advice. Even though the most famous piece of advice that any bartender can give is, you want another? But, uh, you know, I'm a little scatterbrained this podcast, but I really don't care. Uh, some of the stores, stories that uh, I ran across on the internet, sure, they had some uh, really great, uh, interesting things to say. I particularly uh, went after the ones that had uh, people, that uh, recognizable people that were involved in it. Some of you might have seen the one where I talked about Bugsy Siegel. Some of you might have seen the, where I talked about Wyatt Earp. Aaron Burr, uh, and all those, uh, all those particular ones, Clark Gable. And, uh, I particularly liked those, but I was sifting through some of, uh, some of those where it just seemed like that they claimed that they were haunted just to be able to bring customers in, especially during the Halloween season when, when everybody's doing pub crawls and going from bar to bar and uh, the bars tell them a story about, a customer, an indescript customer that now haunts the place and breaks dishes or some kind of indescript employee or something that happened there possibly in the 1800s and the building's only been there since 1972. You know, uh, you know, a lot of the stories that didn't really uh, uh, pitch a tent for me, but uh, there are some good uh, good stories on the internet, and they are easy to find. Uh, but uh, it's like I said, the stories are better when they come from the actual people that uh, can say that uh, we believe that it's our customer or our former boss or this happened to me sent sent chills down my spine. Uh, I mean, I had I had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I appreciate everybody that watched them. Maybe I'll do it again next year. Yeah, if I can find uh, 31 more bars. But uh, that's all I got to say for this Halloween episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. Sorry, it's a little bit short, but, uh, you know, when you get to the point where you realize you're not really saying anything, you better stop. So, you know, you could probably tell that to customers, you know, uh, like watching people that are doing a complete nosedive when they're dating. Anyway, uh, special thanks 
to Laura Hope and the Arctones, as always, thank you for letting me use your music for my theme song. Go check them out. They're on Spotify, uh, iTunes. They got some great music. I even bought a couple of their vinyls. Um, special thanks to Christian Slater uh, for influencing me to try to do a best impression I could of him uh, for the beginning of this. Pop, pump up the volume and all creators of Pump Up the Volume and Leonard Cohen for his version of Everybody Knows. Uh, Pump Up the Volume was a great movie because it was like early podcasting days when uh, you couldn't podcast. This was the early 90s. Nobody knew what a podcast was yet. And he, uh, the character that Christian Slater plays is just a guy with a uh, ham radio set that just takes over the airways and starts talking like nobody's listening or just assume like nobody's listening, says whatever he wants. And just, just a great movie. Just go check that out. Got some other stuff coming up. So stay tuned to Hey Bartender podcast and uh, stay wired to the social medias. Uh, on Facebook, I'm at Hey Bartender podcast on Instagram at Hey Bartender podcast, face uh, tech, TikTok at Hey Bartender podcast, YouTube at Hey Bartender podcast. Because uh, I got some stuff coming up, and I want you guys to be a part of it. Um, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, just email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. If you want to send me something, it's P.O. Box 12148, Odessa, Texas 79768. Uh, anything you send me, any messages you send me, all responses are guaranteed. Uh, that's also something that I pulled off, pump up the volume. So, Anyway, until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, uh, wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got